You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, February the 16th, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Two earthquakes shook northern Israel within hours of each other overnight, measuring 3.1 and 3.6 on the Richter scale, respectively. No injuries or damage were reported. According to the Geological Survey of Israel, the epicenters of both quakes were located some 14 kilometers northeast of Bet She'an. An earthquake alert was not activated as the tremors were not strong enough to be deemed a danger. The earthquakes came just two weeks after two other tremors rattled the north within 24 hours of each other and after another earthquake centered off of Cyprus was also felt in Israel. The head of the Emeka Yarden Regional Council, Idan Greenbaum, said that residents who live in the communities along the Syrian-African rift are in the most problematic situation and have been left on their own by the government. He said that there is no real preparedness strategy to save lives or plans to reinforce buildings. Coronavirus infection levels continue to fall. The R value of transmission has dropped to 0.68. Some 20,300 new cases were diagnosed yesterday for a positive test result rate of just over 18 percent. There are currently 927 people hospitalized in serious condition, 271 of them on ventilators. Since the start of the outbreak in Israel, 9,651 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. Meanwhile, the health ministry is said to be formulating a plan for the gradual removal of the coronavirus restrictions. Deliberations are expected to be held this evening. The Russia-Ukraine crisis. NATO has viewed with skepticism Russian claims that it is pulling its forces back from the border with Ukraine. The NATO secretary, Jens Stoltenberg, said there are no signs of a calm. The Russians always move forces back and forth. Movement is not necessarily retreat, he said. The number of their forces along the border continues to rise. With this, he said there's room for cautious optimism in light of comments from Moscow regarding diplomatic efforts. He made the remarks ahead of a summit of NATO defense ministers. Earlier, the Russian envoy to the EU rejected U.S. intelligence assessments that Russian forces could launch an attack today. The ambassador told a German media outlet that there will not be an escalation, not this week or the week after, and not next month. U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, currently leading a congressional delegation to Israel, said in a ceremony at the Knesset today that the United States and Israel are allied in the face of the threat from Iran. We are together in the fight against terrorism posed by Iran, both in the region and also its nuclear development. The nuclear threat by Iran is a global one. It is a threat to the world. The U.S. House Speaker said the delegation shows a bipartisan commitment to an unbreakable bond between Israel and the United States built on mutual security, our economic interests, and our common values and commitment to democracy. A con reporter says that Pelosi also reiterated U.S. commitment to the two-state solution and expressed hope that the transfer of U.S. funding assistance for the Iron Dome rocket defense system will be completed soon. 
Prime Minister Naftali Bennett returned last night from his official visit to Bahrain. The King of Bahrain told Bennett in their meeting that he considers his visit an historical day. He said it will be a fruitful visit, a successful visit, because of Bennett's determination and leadership towards a joint integrated effort for the best of the two peoples. Bennett told the king he admires his courage and determination to build his country. We discussed many ways to build new bridges and an architecture for a stronger and more stable region. Judea and Samaria police this morning arrested 17 right-wing activists, one of them a minor, on suspicion of throwing rocks at Palestinian vehicles and storefronts in the village of Hawara some three weeks ago. This while driving in a motor convoy accompanying a right-wing activist to his home in the settlement Yitzar after his release from jail. Some 40 tour guides demonstrated opposite the Tourism Ministry building in Jerusalem today, demanding compensation for lost income due to the pandemic. The protesters said that the tourism minister and the finance minister led the decision to stop the entry of foreign tourists to Israel, and they are obliged to ensure that tour guides do not collapse economically. Finally, at Ben-Gurion Airport, a light aircraft with two people on board made a safe emergency landing after one of its tires did not descend due to a malfunction. The plane was due to land at Haifa Airport, but asked instead for permission to land at Ben-Gurion. The weather outlook, warmer tomorrow and Friday, especially in the hills and inland. Chance of local showers from the evening hours, mostly in the south. Saturday, cooler with possible local showers over most of the country. Slight chance of flooding in streams in the south and the east. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem and Haifa 14, Tel Aviv 18, Beersheba 18, and Neilat going up to 21 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.